You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. All right, Brandon Scott's in the building. Let's talk about the differences. Texans versus Ravens on Saturday. What what do you think the biggest differences are with these two teams heading into the uh, the opportunity to go to the Super Bowl as opposed to the season opener when we saw the Texans lose to the Ravens twenty five to nine? Yeah, man. I think the biggest difference for the Texans specifically is the way not only we view their offense, but perhaps the way they view their own offense. Like, Thank you. Like how they view their personnel. I was thinking about it going back and looking at the first game and then just thinking about how we viewed them at that time. And I've made this point before, but I think it's important. Like Damian Pierce was thought to be a key like centerpiece of this offense in week one. C.J. Stroud had not emerged. Nico Collins had not emerged in the way that he has mm-hmm. over the last several weeks, certainly. And Tank Dell had not even emerged. Bobby Sloak himself, and I think that's really a, a key difference here because I'm calling it the Bobby Sloak revenge game. That oh, was the revenge. Oh mm-hmm. man, it was the game where he, he went for it twice in fourth down. Yeah, and he was kind of exposed a little bit for not really knowing what he was doing. I remember coming in here the following, you know, that that week, that Thursday after the game, mm-hmm. saying, "Hey, this was the first time I had even considered. Hey, what if Bobby Sloak is not good?" Well, not, C.J. Stroud didn't know what he was doing either. There were a couple times where Robert Woods had to line the guys up. Oh, no, that was the story of the game. And Robert Woods admitted that to us when we talked to him. Well, they figured things out. They seemed to get things together right around the second quarter. But we remember how that game started and just how sloppy the operation was. Yeah. And I think that was a big takeaway that's no longer the case for the Texans. And it was a big thing, I, I think, in that first week. But Bobby Sloak's got things together. C.J. Stroud's got things together. Damian Pierce is now you know, more of a complimentary piece to the offense and doing his thing on special teams. Devin Singletary is their actual running back. So so no longer on critical downs, critical plays, and critical situations is it, hey, we're going to feed Damian Pierce. It's, hey, we're going to let C.J. Stroud do his thing. Hey, if the running game is going to be a factor in that way, it's going to be Devin Singletary. Like, the entire outfit looks different. And I will say, though, in fairness, Baltimore, they, they've found their groove uh, as well, so there, there is there is that side of things for sure. As well, Baltimore has found their groove, but but you do bring up a good point. But they they didn't know what they were doing. Like it was, Jamico said it this yeah, week. What was the term he said accused? And it was I think it was week five or something. Um, and Bajani brought it up. It was like I got my block. It wasn't block knocked off. It was something clock like clean, yeah. clean, clock cleaned or something, clock like, cleaned, that. something yeah, like that. Yeah, it was something like that. Yeah. But it, but it was basically like his welcome to the NFL moment. Yeah. We, we normally talk about that for players. What's your welcome to the whatever league it is? What's your welcome to the NBA? Welcome to the NFL? Welcome to the pros moment. But coaches have that as well. And that was Bobby Slowicks. It was it was hey, this is how you know this is kind of the growing pains of having never done this before. Like I, I remember the takeaway being. They looked like they had a rookie coaching staff and yeah. quarterback, and, and it was on display. And D'Amico said this week, like, basically said we were all over the map. Like, we were just trying to figure it all out. 
like in terms of the process. They couldn't get the play calls in. Like yeah. the, the the play calls were too were either too long or too complicated. Like they couldn't even really communicate mm-hmm. from coach to player and get the and, and just get lined up. Like you mentioned, Robert Woods got to get them lined up. The play call is too slow. Like all of it just looked like amateur hour, and it hasn't really looked like that since then. Brandon Scott in the building, two sleeps away from Texans versus Ravens. So we got a big game on Saturday. Things are different for both teams. And this guy, I mean, he sent me he sent me this this morning. He said this might sound weaselish. Weaselly yeah. is the word he used. Yeah, we, a little weaselly. Little weaselly. But my man comes mm-hmm. with excuses and moral victories before the Texans and Ravens even start. Yeah. Can you believe this? Yeah. What are you doing, man? And, and, and by the way, am somebody who is I have more respect than that for you. Somebody somebody who is, by the way, going out on a limb and mm-hmm. picking them to win this game despite are they still a nine point underdog? It's eight. eight. It's eight now. Okay, so I mean that's still significant, but it's dropping. Started off at nine and a half, dropping yeah. down to eight. So so we see that, you know, some money is leaning toward maybe the Texans' way, but like they're not expected to win this game. Like nobody I don't I don't think that I would agree with something that you said earlier in the week, Landry. Like, if we come in here on on Monday and they win this game, I don't think anybody's going to be surprised. Yeah. But I don't think that that's the expectation necessarily that they go out there and win this game. What the expectation is, though, that they go out there and play a brand of football that's a lot closer to the one that we've been watching over the last, let's call it, three weeks now than the one that we saw, obviously, in that first week against Baltimore. And and so everything for everything to ring true. But you're of, making excuses. No, yeah, that's a, uh, the excuse would be that they're not as good as the Baltimore. If they, if they, if they just get beat, this, this, is, my, this is my point. You were right about the weaselly. This, <laughs> nah, this weasel. No, nah, my point is, if they just go out there and get beat, I'll be able to accept that. I'll be able to accept that if the if the Texans go out there and the, and the Ravens just line up and they run it down their throat and they're a better football team, I think we can come away from this and and, and do all of the house money stuff that y'all roll y'all's eyes at. I think that that's that that that's a moral victory that you can accept. But if they're out there, penalties, giving the game away. If they do, look like do, Cleveland? Yeah, if they look like Cleveland, if they're doing things that are re- honestly uncharacteristic of, of mm-hmm. the what, t- they've been. what they've been and, again, the brand of football that I'm talking about, then that'll be the thing to rip. Like, forget all of the, hey, they made it further than you thought they were going to make it. And, yeah. and No, no. If Good they, year, if, boys. If they, if they go out there and squander <laughs> the season, opportunity. Boys. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. If they go out there and squander the opportunity, then we should rip them for it. But if they just go out there and get beat, I'll be able to live with it. You know how I know that that the Texans are at an altogether different level? Like, I'm going to be ticked off if they lose. I'm going to be mad if they lose. That's, even though, even though that's, they're, not, that's even though they're not favorites. That's, I think that's, that's probably That's how you healthy. know that there's yeah. a different level of expectation. Yeah. You know? This is the biggest game in franchise history. And, and I know some people will say, well, I mean, uh, how can you say that? Well, they haven't been to an AFC championship game. They have a chance to go in a, to an AFC championship game. Mm-hmm. All right. That, that's right there. Like it is, it, it is, it is as significant of a game as they've ever played. Yeah. So that's, that's not hyperbole. This is literally like as far as they've gotten. Yeah. They, they, have, not right played, here. they have not played a bigger game. Yes. They have not yeah, played. They have not played by, by definition. They have not played a level above this. Yeah. It also could be the start of something, or it could be something special where they shock the world. This is the biggest game in franchise history. It's not. It's not even hard to say. That's kind of pitiful that we're you know twenty plus years or whatever yeah. into this thing, and we're saying that. But this is this is the biggest game in franchise history. Yeah. Period. Point blank. End of story. Yeah. yeah. Well, and and that's why I like the I, I find the Lamar as the MVP versus CJ the unproven rookie discussion really interesting 
going into this game because this can be the exact moment where all of that changes, where you can't hold experience against C.J. Stroud. Like he already has, I think, one notch on his on his under his belt. And then Landry, you've laid it out how he's performed in win or go home games with the small sample size that we have. If he goes out there and beats an MVP on the road, and not just an MVP, but a number one seed. Yeah. And an MVP a, a, who has struggled yeah. in the playoffs. Well, but an MVP who has struggled in the playoffs, but also, like, let's just focus on who he's facing, a defense that yeah. is one of the better better defenses in the league. And then, on top of that, go back-to-back weeks. Like, it's not like C.J. Stroud would have gone through a bunch of schmucks through his, his playoff run. He would have gone through the top-rated defense in Cleveland in one week, and then a top five or six defense in Baltimore the next week on top of the fact that the MVP is on the other side of the ball. If they win this game, I want this shirt. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. I want you I want you people over there. I do mean you people over there at NRG. I'm, I'm talking to whoever's in charge of the merchandise. I want this shirt, okay? I want the AFC South champs. Mm-hmm. And below it, I wanted to say that on the North, because if they beat yes. the, the the Baltimore Ravens on Saturday, that will mean that the Houston Texans this season have beaten the Steelers, the Ravens, yep. the Bengals, and the Browns. Yep. Two of them in the playoffs. They will have won two, we di- own two the division North. championships. Yeah. We yeah. own the North, <laughs> yep. and they all have a winning record, too. Yep. The they North. all have if, a winning record. The, the North and the South. Yep. Won the Civil War all the way around. <laughs> If the Texans win this game and it goes the way we think it is, Lamar Jackson's reputation and standing will not fall any lower than – I mean, it'll fall lower than it's ever been since maybe his rookie year. It, w- it will. Yeah, it yeah, will. Right, yeah. And C.J. Stroud will never have to worry about being in the same conversation as Lamar Jackson in terms of the elite quarterback. Because those three wins that he will have gotten, Indy, Browns, and, and, and Ravens, he'll be – like well, saying – comparing him to Tom Brady will not be like <gasps> – you know, it won't be outrageous. Uh, <laughs> I, th- I think it might be. No, no, yeah, but, but, see, but there I, are some comparisons already. See, I don't know. This, this is this is funny for me because I'm giving so much credit to C.J. Stroud and where he's at to where, like, I understand this conversation about Lamar. It's real. One and three in, in the playoffs, you're an MVP. 
we hold Lamar and rightfully so to a high standard. But I also feel like CJ is good enough to where depending on how the game goes, like if Lamar goes out there, and I, I kind of hope he does, I, I love Lamar, but for the Texans' sake, I kind of hope he does go out there and with the bed. But if, like, if he's not fumbling the ball, giving the ball away, and it's like, say, a Jalen Hurts type of, you know, Jalen Hurts in the mm-hmm. Super Bowl, Patrick Mahomes in the Super Bowl when they lost a couple of years ago, that type of performance, I feel like he's not going to leave. He's, Lamar Jackson's not going to leave the elite quarterback conversation. No, no, but, but his reputation will fall lower than it's ever been. Like, can he ever win? But, I, but, you know, it, you know, but it's going to be more about C.J. Stroud joining a conversation as opposed to Lamar leaving one. He, he's just going to have all the more scrutiny for the playoff record. On top of the yeah, the, yeah. the way the offseason went, got, got the contract. It was the MVP year, another MVP year. Yeah, like, I mean, the conversation is going to be different, but he's still going to be in that upper echelon where C.J. Stroud can put himself in a whole different stratosphere. No more like boy wonder, oh, my God, oh, yeah. I can't believe the quarterback reads defenses and, and, and manipulates linebackers in this way. Like, it's going to be dead all of that, and it's going to be, hey, this is the dude that went through – two top defenses to get to the AFC championship. There, there's been a couple of things I think that have happened that have made th- this possible for people to feel this good about the Texans and, and the coaching quarterback is obvious. Like that's, we'll, we'll just, we'll just put that aside. Uh, number one, the change from Damian Pierce to Devin Singletary, that, that completely added a different element. Uh, and we saw it against Cincinnati when Singletary was AFC offensive player of the week. That's number one. Number two is, Derek Stingley came back, and he is as good as any other corner in the NFL uh, since he's been back. We, I mean, that that is that is a complete game changer. Uh, Derek Stingley is back, and Derek Stingley takes away half the field. When we've seen teams, and, and, and we go back to, you know, the MVP, and oh, my God, the MVP uh, in the divisional round. Well, how do you stop them? Well, I'll go back to 2010. Hashtag can't wait. That was Tom Brady, MVP. I'd say he's pretty established. I'd say he's pretty clutch, right? They lost to a Jets team that had a young quarterback who didn't give a damn in Mark Sanchez. They had a defensive-minded coach who, say what you want about him and say how it ended, he knew how to get his team to play and run through a damn wall for him. And they also, they had a cornerback that took away half yeah. the field in Darrell Rivas. That is what that is the level that Derek Stingley is playing on right now. 1.7. That was the QBR of quarterbacks throwing at Derek Stingley in December. That's another element that the Texans have that you need to pull off these upsets. Mm-hmm. That's they they got they got a lot of the, a lot of the pieces you need. Now with that said though, B Scott they can't stop tight ends, man. Yeah. They can't stop tight ends, and Baltimore's got two really, really good ones. Yeah, I, I, I thought about this, too. Like, I, I feel like even if they Mark were— Mark Andrews, full go yesterday, th- by they, the way. They could be much better against tight ends, and it would still worry me just because of how good these tight ends yeah. have been. But I would say— Ain't getting easier next and, round either. And, and to me, this is the big—this is like the big matchup right here. Mm-hmm. You know, the, the, the not just the tight ends, but how Lamar— and the Ravens' offense overall likes to operate in the middle of the field. Like, if there's a weakness of Lamar Jackson, exactly. it is the that, b- boundaries. That, that he's not operating outside the boundaries, yeah. which is where, or, you know, the boundaries where Derek Stingley's doing most of his work. Yeah. It's going to be that middle of the field. How do the linebackers cover? How do they match up with the tight ends, the safeties, their assignments? And then also, probably even Desmond King is going gonna, is gonna to factor in some, in some form or fashion. And when, when we're talking about defending, 
the Ravens' offense. So yeah, man, like I'm king, man. Yeah, I'm I'm concerned about them not performing well against tight ends. But if I wanted to take the optimistic view, since since y'all got on me for for doing the moral victories, I'm uh, (laughs) this way. I'm actually going to just take the optimistic because forget the moral victory. I'm looking at the actual victory. I'm going like 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 I think the Texans can actually win this game to hell with the moral victory. I'm going Babe Ruth right. Uh, Don't say that. You just gave out like eight of them. No, (laughs) no. What I'm saying, I'm I'm saying the hell with the moral victory. What are you, a Hardo or a Weasel? (laughs) Those are the ones that I go with. They have no, no, no. I'm saying this is what I expect to happen. This is how I will feel if this does happen. Yeah. I'm, give, it's, I'm giving you, like, new ones. I'm know, calling you know, my shot. Bit. I'm calling my shot. Mm-hmm. Desmond King has an interception or a punt return touchdown this week. Well, oh, punt oh. return touchdown or interception, one of those two. Desmond King makes a big play this week. Or he forces a fumble and forward progress gets called uh, and he doesn't get to run it back. Petrie, King, Harris, and Cashman. But but those are the four most important Petrie. players. Well, this, this is what I was going to say, though. Like, going back to this point about the – Tight ends, the linebackers are playing. Remember early they in the season, they have to watch Lamar too, though. They do. Yeah. They, no, they're they're so it's kind of hard. They're in conflict. They're gonna have. Uh, it's gonna be hell for them. But their overall play. You remember, you didn't have Blake Cashman at the time. Christian Harris had not. Wasn't become, Christian Harris. He no. was not Christian Harris. I feel like the linebacker play. This was a storyline early in the season. How linebacker play was not quite up to snuff. Yeah. It is now. It, it is. It very much is. And so I wonder what the difference is going to look like on the field on Saturday with that improvement. Here's one more little nugget. Just a nugget. Just a nug? Just a nug. Just a nug. That sticky icky. We're talking about Mark Andrews and the tight ends, right? We are. Dalton Schultz was a non-factor in that first Baltimore game. Oh, okay. I thought, yeah. In that first Baltimore game, he had two catches for four yards. Tegan Quatoriano started. He was the starting tight end. Yeah. So maybe there's a tight end on the field that, you know. Dalton was kind of roughed up because Jimmy Ward yeah. knocked the crap out yeah. of him, remember? Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. so we're talking about tight yeah, ends. There hey, yeah. there's one over here that, yeah. that wasn't a factor. Yeah, Brevin Jordan finding it too. This is going to yeah. be fun, man. I'm excited. Brandon, Brandon Scott, the uh, the moral victory slash F a moral victory <laughs> weasel Brandon Scott has me pumped for this Pick a game. side, man. <laughs> There's some nuance in there too. Don't 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 let uh, facts get in the way of my tease, sir. <laughs> but coming up next, I can't believe this. I, I <laughs> Brandon Scott doesn't give a damn about Bobby Slowick potentially leaving. What the hell is going on? It's next. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See t-mobile.com. 